Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Somebody say amen. My Lord, take your seats please and join me also in welcoming our online audience as well as our television audience. And let's watch this video from the crusade and then we'll get into our Bible lesson this morning. Let's watch. What number is this? Chimots. One, uh huh. Chimots. What number is this? What number is this? season i pray in the mighty name of the lord jesus may god give you a miracle may god give you a miracle may god give you a miracle in jesus mighty name she couldn't see out of one eye and to the glory of god she was able to see as she sat under the influence of god's word as the prayer went as the prayer was offered her eye was completely open to the glory of god amen nothing is impossible with god I said nothing is impossible with God. Amen. And this morning we have another testimony as well of a baby dedication. And we'll hear more as we get along. Amen. Another miracle of God's faithfulness and God's mercy. All right, let's get into our Bible lesson this morning. Turn with me to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How do I receive healing? How do I receive from God? Mark chapter 5 verse 25 you see if we do what these people did in the bible then we'll receive from god and we'll continue to testify to others as well mark chapter 5 thank you lord jesus glory be to the name of the lord mark chapter 5 he says verse 25 now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and has suffered many things from many physicians she has spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. 
when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you see who touched me. And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Amen. Amen. This woman heard about Jesus. And that's what makes all the difference. What we hear about Jesus. And this morning, you are hearing about Jesus. I will always tell you about Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because he's the star of the show. Amen. He's the one that died and resurrected for us. He's the one that forgave us our sins. He's the one that can forgive you your sins. He's the one that can make you whole. Everything that you are looking for in life is found in Jesus. You cannot go around him because the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And so many times we look for the solution outside of Jesus. But the solution is in Jesus. So this woman had tried so many things from the natural standpoint for 12 years. The physicians could not help her. You see, if we are diligent about sometimes when you are, when you are sick, you go to the doctor and they'll give you a prescription. And they'll say one, two times a day, one in the morning, one in the evening. And you do it very diligently. If we are as diligent with the way you take the word of the doctor, with the same way, if you are diligent with the word of God, you will see results in your life. And it applies to every area of our lives, not just healing. So the Bible says that, notice the steps that she took. And if you take the same steps, you will get to the same destination. Amen. The Bible says that follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So you check up on their steps, do the same thing, you will get the same results. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 11 says, And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope to the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So what did this woman do? The Bible says that she heard about Jesus. And when she heard about Jesus, she made an effort to get to where Jesus was. The Bible says that, Mark 5, 27, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind in the crowd and touched his garments. For she said, that's the first step that she took. You see, it wouldn't have done any good if she had said, okay, I've heard about Jesus. The physicians have not been able to help me. Nothing has changed. My condition is still the same. And so I'm still going to remain in the same place. And she has stayed there and nothing will have happened. In the name of Jesus, I don't know the circumstance that you face. I don't know the situation that you are in. 
I don't know the goal, the dream that you have on your heart. But in the mighty name of Jesus, maybe you have tried and tried and tried and tried and failed. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that this morning you will take your eyes off that circumstance and fix it on Jesus. I said and fix it on Jesus. See, where you fix your eyes on makes all that difference. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, thank you Lord Jesus, Hebrews chapter 12. The Bible says that, looking unto Jesus, verse 2, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Looking unto Jesus. See, so many times we look to the arm of flesh. We look to man. That's the easiest way to get disappointed. Look unto Jesus. Somebody say, look unto Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Let him be your focus. Focus your eyes on Jesus. Maybe you have been ignoring him. You have not been paying attention to him. But I pray in the name of Jesus that in this season you will fix your eyes on Jesus. I said you will fix your eyes on Jesus. I said you will fix your eyes on Jesus. I said you fix your eyes on Jesus. That's what makes the difference. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5, that thus says the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusts in man, and makes flesh his arm, whose heart departs from the Lord. Curse is the person that trusts in man. Who here wants to walk in the curse? Anybody? No, 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 no. I don't like to walk in the curse. Whose heart? The person whose heart departs from the Lord. Who makes flesh his arm. So look unto Jesus. I say it one more time. Look unto Jesus. The first step this woman took, and that is a step that you can take as well. So looking unto Jesus means that you are looking unto the word of God. The word of God is your anchor. The word of God is what you depend on. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So we have to be diligent about this area of looking. Bible say, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, he says that, my son, my daughter, give attention to my words. Let's put it in another way. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Give my attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sins. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep your eyes on the word. Keep your eyes on Jesus. The Bible says in John 1, 1 that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And verse 14 he says, and then the word became flesh 
and dwelt among us. So when you are looking at the word, you are looking at Jesus. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Proverbs 4.21 Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And health to all their flesh. If you want to receive your healing, look unto Jesus. If you need wholeness in any area of your life, look unto Jesus. And looking unto Jesus means that you are looking at the word. Keep your eyes on the word of God. Your eye gate, watch it, what's going in there. Because really what you focus on eventually shows up on, in your life. It's very important. You can't change that. I'll repeat it again. What you focus on shows up in your life. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go a step further. So when she heard about Jesus... The Bible says, verse 28, for she said. So that's the next step. Or the first step that she took. Or she said it. For she said, what did she say? If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. This is a destitute condition. Nobody can help her. And I don't know the situation that you are in. That seems destitute. It may be a marriage situation. It may be a financial situation. It may be a, a situation with your career, with your academic work. No matter what the situation is, with God, nothing is impossible. But she decided, for she said, If I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. I shall be made well. I don't care what the doctors have said. I don't care what the situation is. She decided and she said, if only I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well. She decided not to focus on the natural. She decided not to focus on the negative doctor's report and to say something different about her situation. My God, I sense this presence. If I may touch, I shall be made well. What are you saying? Are you saying, well, ah, I don't know what I'm going to do about these bills. We are going to go down the drain. <laughs> or do you want to go down the drain? You obviously don't want to go down the drain. <laughs> what am I going to do? For she said. And then not only, not only that. The Bible says she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. So she not only said it, she took a step and acted on what she believed and made an effort to get to where Jesus was. See, get, go to where the power is in action. Make, take a step. One of these people in the crusade, I mean, the, the, the husband went to take the wife, put the wife on a motorbike, and brought her, to, brought her to the crusade. Given up by the medical doctors, similar situation here, to die. And to the glory of God, Jesus made her completely well. <laughs> one, one lady that was lead, lead, healed of cervical cancer, she said, I heard that God was working here. <laughs> so I came. 
and she was healed. Make an effort to get to where the power is. And sometimes we take, we take some of these things for granted. Coming to church on Sunday, coming to church midweek, it makes a difference. Honoring God with the first day of the week. It, it makes a difference. Make an effort to get into the presence of God. Where the power is at work. It wouldn't have done her any good to stay where she was. She made an effort. I'm going to touch. And when she got there, she ran into, I mean, the people surrounding Jesus. His staff, security, I mean, whatever you can think of. But when she got there, she said, no, 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 I've come to see Jesus today. You see, if you are determined, you, you will get results. <laughs> if you are starting out to give up, then you won't get anything either. But if you are determined, the Lord, in the name of Jesus, this situation, I know that you are the one that can help me. You are the one that can turn it around. I'm going to put your word first place in every area of my life. You will see results. Crowd or no crowd, today is my day I'm getting my miracle. <laughs> you have to have that tenacity, that boldness. When it comes to the things of God, like I said, if the doctor says three times, you say, oh. He says, come, three months, come again, six months, come. You are diligent and you go. <laughs> but sometimes when it comes to the things of God, we have a different attitude. I pray in the name of Jesus, receive the strength you need to be able to do what you need to do. <laughs> she took that step and got to where Jesus was. And the Bible says in verse 29, Mark 5, 29, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. She made a step. You see, the feeling comes after the receiving. So many times we want to feel first before we take the action or the step we know that we are supposed to take. No, 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 don't, don't, don't reverse it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, no matter the condition, no matter the situation, I pray in the name of Jesus, one touch of the master is all you need and you will be made completely whole. Amen. And I pray in the name of Jesus as you sit under the influence of the word of God this morning, I pray in the name of Jesus, may God make you completely whole. May God make you completely whole. That torment on your mind, the voices that you keep hearing that are not of God. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May those voices be silenced and may you only hear the voice of God. May that torment on your mind come to an end. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus.
Immediately she was made completely whole. And verse 30 says, And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? That's an interesting question. Because there's so many people around Jesus. Who touched my clothes? You see, the only person that made contact with the power of Jesus was the person who applied her faith. Faith makes contact with the power of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The, the disciples are like, what's going on? There are so many people around you, and you are saying, who touched me? The touch of faith is what makes the difference. I said the touch of faith is what makes the difference. So many people are around. You see, I, I, you see, it's, 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 <clears throat> I always say this, that on the last day, when you stand before Jesus Christ, if you are a child of God, you'll be the only one standing there. Yeah. And if you also have rejected Jesus, when you see him, you'll be the only one standing there. Your friend won't be there. Uh, your husband may be, may be, may be around. <laughs> your wife may be around. Grandma, grandpa, you will stand there as an individual. <laughs> so when you are serving God and worshiping God, have in mind that you will stand before God as an individual. <laughs> Very important. You have to be conscious of that. What is heaven recording about my life? Sometimes the kids will come back from school. They say, oh, everybody is doing this. I say, you are not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, 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 no. <laughs> my dad told me when I was young, he said, when you go to school and I drop you off at school, as a boy in high school, when I pick you up, with your belongings, do you come home with everybody? No, no, you don't come home with everybody. When you get your, your report card at the end of the school, school year, whose name, that, whose name is on the report card? Your name. <laughs> on the last day, so this woman, there was a crowd, but she carried this mindset that, look, I am the one that needs the healing. If everybody doesn't want to touch Jesus, no, with the touch of it, no problem, no problem. <laughs> I am the one bleeding. Are they the ones bleeding? No, 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 no. <laughs> I have to touch Jesus, and I have to touch him today. <laughs> you are the one that knows the situation that you are in. Sometimes, you, when it's nighttime, you wish it's day. When it's daytime, you wish it's nighttime. Because of the situation, you can't sleep. Because of the situation with your marriage, your kids, your whatever the case might be. Who has the problem? You have the problem. <laughs> you said crowd or no crowd. I'm not dealing with the, I am an individual. I must touch Jesus today. <laughs> I must receive my miracle today. I must receive from God today. Life is a race. 
the way we read from in Hebrews chapter 2, it says, run the race. Set before you. The Living Bible says the particular race set before you. How are you going to run it? Look unto Jesus. Because there is a crowd of people looking at you. You see, Hebrews chapter 11, uh, sometimes I've, I've digressed, but sometimes the digression helps because this will help some, somebody. In Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about all the heroes of faith. Then when he gets to chapter 12, he's continuing that thought. He says that seeing then that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us run the particular race set before us. It's a particular race that God has for you. And those people in heaven are looking at you. If you have people, loved ones who are already in heaven, they are looking at you and cheering you on. Say, press on, continue. Don't give up. Keep pressing on. He said, if, if we wish if we are on the earth, we'll do this, this differently. But we are not. You press on. He says, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. So run the particular race that is set before you. Looking unto Jesus. You will run your race and finish your course with joy. I said you will run your race and finish your course with joy. I said you will run your race and finish your course with joy. <laughs> oh my God. Is that crowd or no crowd? I'm the one with the issue. <laughs> I'm the one with the problem. We come into this world as individuals and we leave as individuals. So while we are here, Let's look unto Jesus and run the race that is set before us. God will help you. I said God will help you. I said God will help you. I said God will help you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I said, my God. So see, 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 immediately the Bible says, verse 30, Acts 5, verse 30, Knowing himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Told him the whole truth. So the test step is you receive it. The first step is you tell others about it. We're talking about the power of testimonies on Wednesday. Tell others about what Jesus has done for you. He saved you. He's healed you. He's delivered you. He's given you a miracle. If God has ever answered your prayer, that's a miracle. Because no one can answer their own prayer. Can you answer your own prayer? Anybody ever answer their Sometimes people try to answer their own prayer and it doesn't, it doesn't end up too well. <laughs> this one, God, I'm not sure how you are handling this one. I'm not sure how you are doing I'm going to answer my own prayer. <laughs> and usually it ends up in a mess. But every answered prayer is a miracle. Because you can't answer your own prayer. So if God has ever answered your prayer, 
Tell somebody about it. She told him the whole truth. Testify so others can hear and also receive from God. I see you testifying for Jesus. I see you testifying for Jesus. And I see you testifying for Jesus. Verse 34, and he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Your faith. Your faith. That means that what she said was her faith speaking. That's what she believed. What you say is your faith speaking. That's what you believe. If you believe you are going to go down the drain, that's what you, that's what you say. If you believe that you are going to make it, yeah, you, you say that. And your faith in Jesus will make you well. I said your faith in Jesus will make you well. Amen. Your faith in Jesus will make you whole in every area of your life. It is one thing to hear the word of God. It's another thing to do it. Amen. She heard about Jesus. So think about all the, the sermons, the messages that you've heard. Even if you act on 10%, or like, like Jesus said, 30%, just 30, 60, 100 even if you get 30% of fruit from what you have had, imagine what your life will be. Because the thing is, in the grand scheme of things, God wants us to be fruitful in every area of our lives. Every area of our lives, God wants us to be fruitful. You see, barrenness is under the curse. Barrenness from a natural standpoint, and then barrenness in any area of your life, your spiritual life, or in any area of your life, is under the curse. You see that we see that in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 16 to 20, to 20. He talks about the fact that, look, this is not part of the blessing. Cash shall you be this? Cash shall you be that? Cash shall you be that? Cash shall you be that? All these ones. But Jesus came to restore us, to make us blessed and be a blessing and to make us fruitful. So I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll be fruitful in every area of your life. And every sickness, every disease, that continues is under the curse. And Christ has redeemed us from under the curse. I said Christ has redeemed us from under the curse. The Bible says, we talked about this, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 59, it says, Then the Lord will bring upon you a permit, a cause, and your, upon you and your descendant extraordinary plagues, Great and prolonged plagues, serious and prolonged sicknesses. The, the classic interest is sickness of long continuance, like this, the one that this woman had. Every situation that continues, that does not line up with your redemption, is under the curse. But thank God for Jesus. Somebody say, thank God for Jesus. Say, thank God for Jesus. He says, Christ, Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree, 
that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So in the name of Jesus, every sickness that has continued, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray in Jesus' mighty name that today it comes to an end. I said today it comes to an end. I said today it comes to an end. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. For he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 7. He says that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the power of God may be of God and not of us. Vestes is always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be made manifested in our body. The life of Jesus made manifest in your body. Receive that life in your body right now in Jesus' name. Receive that life in your body in the name of Jesus. Receive that life in your body in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I pray that your life will count for God. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 14, he says, You shall be blessed above all peoples. There shall not be a male or female barren among you or among your livestock. Anybody today, even as we dedicate this child, anybody that is barren, Physically, I pray in the name of Jesus, may God bless you with the fruit of the womb. Because, I mean, the blessing will even be on their livestock that they will not be barren. How much more you, a child of God? You are fruitful in Jesus' name. You are fruitful in Jesus' name. And not only that, he wants us to be fruitful in every area of our lives. Your business, your school, your career, every area of our lives. Blessed at home, blessed in the city. That's you in Jesus' name. That's you in Jesus' name. That's you in Jesus' name. A fruitful spiritual life. Bearing fruit spiritually. Many people coming to the Lord Jesus through you. A healthy body. Every area of your life. Fruitful in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We see Jesus talk about that. In John chapter 15, verse 1 to 8. He says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you cannot be fruitful. Without me, there is nothing that you can be able to accomplish. But thank God, with Jesus, all things are possible. I said, with Jesus, all things are possible. I said, with Jesus, all things are possible. I said, with Jesus, all things are possible. With Jesus, all things are possible. But he reveals his secret. He reveals himself to those that love him, to those that reverence him. Psalm 25 verse 40 says, The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Those who reverence him, those who love him, those who fear him, he will show them his secrets. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So let's go, let's go over it again. Like for instance, you see the, the person in John chapter 5, 
uh, that was lying down. Jesus came to him. He had been at the pool. He had been lying there. And when Jesus asked him a simple question, will you be made whole? He started blaming everybody. I have nobody. I don't have any man to let me into the pool. So you got to give all the excuses. But Jesus is asking you today, will you be made whole? What is it that you're looking for? It's in me. You can go all around and around and around. You won't find it. Will you be made whole? This man said, I have nobody. Somebody's saying, I have nobody. You're saying, oh, I don't have anybody to help me. Thank God you have Jesus. I said, 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 thank God you have Jesus. When you have Jesus, you have it all. If you see somebody who has Jesus, he may appear not to have anything right now, but you just watch. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. I said it's only a matter of time. You just watch. As the person walks with Jesus, you keep moving and moving and increasing and being fruitful. I say you have Jesus. When you have Jesus, that's, that's, all, that's all that matters. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody say, I have Jesus. If you are watching today and you don't have Jesus, run quickly to Jesus. Because it's getting worse and worse and worse in the world. The only people that will make it in these days are people that have Jesus. And are walking with them. Do you have Jesus? If you don't, run like this woman. Get to Jesus. Surrender your life to Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. This man was lying down, destitute, forgotten, nobody to help him. And Jesus comes to him. Will you be made whole? And eventually, Jesus said to him, rise up and walk. And he did. He rose up and he walked. What is making you today feel like you are down in any area of your life? You need healing, wholeness. Ponder on that question a little bit. Do you feel down, discouraged, hopeless? Are you about to commit suicide? Throw in the towel. Jesus says to you today, rise up. So you have to rise up from the inside first. But thank God for Jesus. He's transformed my life. He's transformed the life of so many others all over the world. And today he not only wants to heal you physically, he wants you to be whole. See, this one has been spending the money on the physicians, going to them all the time. She was married, not a normal married life. If you have children, it's not the same. So Jesus said, you not only have been healed, but you have been made whole. That's the difference. Now the money doesn't have to go to the, to the physicians. It can go to, to the kingdom of God. Her married life will be different. Her family life will be different. 
receive his wholeness today in the name of Jesus. Jesus wants to make you whole. But you see, we are, again, we have to do these things that these people did. You must put action to your faith. You can have all the dreams, the goals, you can have different things, but it's when you begin to take steps in line with the word of God, that's when you start walking in the blessing. That's when you start walking in the goodness that God has planned and purpose for your life. I pray, I see God making you completely whole in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I see God transforming your life even as you endeavor to act on the word of God. Anybody's life can be transformed. James 1.22 says, But be doers of the word. And not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. I see you walking in the blessing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I see God transforming your life completely in the name of the Lord Jesus. From today, your life will not be the same. I said your life will not be the same. I said your life will not be the same. I said your life will not be the same. I said your life will not be the same. I said your life will not be the same. I said your life will not be the same. The doer is the one that enjoys the blessing. You are leaving the service a transformed person in the mighty name of Jesus. Whole in every area of your life. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. His presence is here. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.